previously on Will Save. Our heroes heed the call of our steward friends after a harangue from Shay to get back to the business of disabling the reactor about to blow our blundering battlers into oblivion. Safely reaching the bottom of the shaft, the crew stumbles upon a trail of carnage tinged with the telltale signs of troll blood along with a small but unmistakable trace of an Akeshti dispersed among the exsanguinated gray corpses and debris strewn throughout the mirrored corridors before them. As Rick trepidatiously treads further, dread fills our hero's hearts when a voice fills the room objecting to being put back in the shackles it once occupied. Are our heroes about to be greeted as gracious liberators? Or is this creature in the corner about to liberate our band of brothers' bodies from the burden of breathing? Find out this time on Will Save. Well, on this episode 60, I got a little story, got something that I want to say. It's a little, okay. it's a little, you know, I'm probably overhyping it, but I'm just going <laughs> to no. tell you, you no, never, never. Me? no, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the question that I want you to think about, and then I will tell you my answer first and the question is what do or who do your characters revile and i'm going to tell you what i Wait, revile sorry Kev, revile every means time. like hate right yes. i know i'm just my, my vocabulary is very weak no it's good we should have a starfinder short time that's like a dictionary edition starfinder dictionary starfinder um. dictionary so revile, just like hate and re- yeah. repulsed by. Like, okay. And I'll tell you what I revile personally, or as- personally, not as a not as all the characters in the every character. Yeah. Yeah. All the characters. Not as the GM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one by one, I Professor Benjamin, low super, <laughs> <laughs> one by one. <laughs> this might oh, no. take a while. <laughs> uh, so, space lice. This is a bit of a roundabout story. I am, uh, I go out and I'm having dinner with my partner and we're enjoying it and it's great. And then we're about to get into the car and this place happened to have a valet and we were like, it's valet, it's right here. So I go and I get in the car and I reach over and you you know, the car's running because the valet is always like, they leave the car running, you tip them, you're like, thanks. And you get in and you drive off. And I, I go in. And it's I, like a slogan for one of the car like ballet companies, right? We'll leave the car running. Oh yeah, you're right. 
Are there are they our sponsor yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> random valet company. They should be, yeah. Or, or like random valet company. Or, we'll or leave the car running for you. Is, or is that a Affinity hotel chain? parking. Motel 6. We'll leave the lights on. I was, yeah. I'm sorry. Bad joke. Gone too far. It, <laughs> it was good, but bad, but good. good I laughed. But bad, yeah. We all laughed. Yeah, had a good time. We all laughed. So I reach over. He's a dad now. He's got to do that. And the keys were just the car key. Wait, they took all the your other keys. Basically. Yeah, and I didn't know where they were, and I was like, "Wait, <laughs> where are the they? car?" Key? And yeah, they won't notice. I looked, and they were in <laughs> the center console, and I was like, "How um, and why did they take the car key off the rest of my car keys? I've never had that happen." And then it made me realize I hate key rings. <laughs> Because <laughs> I tried to put it back on waiting there in the valet line while other cars are coming in to like pull over. And I'm like flutzing with it and trying to pull open the, the key thing. And it's so frustrating. And then it like hurts your nails. And then you're trying to like yeah. your fingers hurt. Yeah, and you use another back. key. Yeah. But what if you're trying like it doesn't work that way. You know, like sometimes the geometry key from somebody else. Hey, can you need to upgrade key? your key binding technology is the problem. I think I do. Yeah. I think I need to do clips. Yeah. There's ways but, now. There are. Yeah. We're in 2022. Too. Carabiners, oh, yeah. There's a little like little like hook thing you can like use. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I also I also share that hatred, John. I totally right? get it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. to be fair, there's like that's. I mean, for valet companies, like you're supposed to give them just the car key because they don't want to be responsible for anything else. So they probably took it off, shoved it in the car, the things, mm. and were like, "Not my problem." Which is funny. They just didn't tell you that. Yeah, I've yeah. just never had that happen before. But you know what? But it's cool. They'll leave the car running for They'll you. They'll leave the point, car man. running for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> So tell me, good point, John. you've had time to think, what do your characters revile? What do they hate? All right. No one calm down. No one go for this. <laughs> first. I'll, I'll go, I'll go first. Yeah. This is, this is kind of a bleed over. Like this is, what, you know, a lot of times like your, your, your characters in, in role play are just a, a projection of who you are in some form. This is one of the ones where it's just like a direct line between me and Rick. Um, <laughs> but I and Rick just like petty crime like <laughs> the idea of somebody just like robbing somebody else or like littering like that kind of like you know not this like yeah any any crime that's just like that makes sense I'm sure like I don't I'm not describing this better but anything that you're just like overstepping somebody else's boundaries for no real apparent reason like it just bothers me and bothers Rick a lot like standing too close to you or petty crime yeah no petty crimes. What? That is petty crime. Petty setting too close is a crime. Pettiness, pettiness. in general. Yeah, pettiness in general. Yeah, yeah. Like taking somebody's key ring off and putting it in their glove box. Up. <laughs> <laughs> like like uh, deflating somebody's tires with uh, tiny pebbles. Yeah, Kevin. Under the no, cab. That, was, that was deserved. That's different. Yeah. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, it's not a crime, on, Kevin. That's not a crime. Wait, you've done so many things. Like Which I know. You're so petty. <laughs> Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, I'm petty. Remember but the I'm petty, stories? But they're not crimes. That's the difference. Oh, okay. Uh, petty uh, crimes. It's a it's a compound. Gotcha. Gotcha. Has yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a compound word. All right, moving on. Who's next? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Will, you were saying. I, I detest, both as a character and as a person, the intellectual slavery and enslavement of, of, of people. So I'm I'm for the liberation of knowledge and uh, as a as a character. 
That's valid. I, can I that. love that. So, like Scientists. the fees that you have yeah. to pay for, like, to read scholarly articles. Yes, yes. the bureaucracy, that's, the political the... sluggishness <laughs> of academia. Yeah, yeah, all of that. That's that's where I draw the line. <laughs> okay, I love it. Awesome. Doctor OK is a zealot. He's an academic zealot. Just academic zealot. Academic zealot. <laughs> it's a new phrase. I like that. I always playing uh, StarCraft for a long time thought it was Zealot, um, but uh, Zealot is yeah. also a cool term. Mm, that makes sense. Here's great zeal. Um, great here's, zeal. Uh, here's uh, because of some of his history uh, does not like trading of like human trafficking and things, or I should say, the trafficking of individuals mm. or the. Uh, indentured servitude of them and things like this it's a specific uh issue with him he also doesn't like cruelty to small animals but who doesn't oh man is this like insight onto like why here's is no longer a free captain Ooh. that's an interesting idea that you're positing maybe uh, someone perhaps kicked a young skittermander yeah. yeah what the heck yeah kicked a baby yeah yeah just punted a baby off of like a starship. A ship, a ship. That's terrible. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Yeah. This is Starfinder. <laughs> Starfinder. <laughs> I'm gonna kick this baby now. <laughs> Wasn't that scene with uh in in like Anchorman with Jack Black and the and Will Ferrell's dog? Didn't you like throw oh, the dog it? off like a bridge? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Really? <laughs> oh man, remember. I forgot about that. Well, what a classic movie. Terrible. Very much so. I'm sure no animals were harmed. No, definitely not. I don't. Uh, I don't recall seeing that at the end of that movie. I don't remember Jack Black being in it, but that's cool. I it was in. Maybe it was a different movie. I do that. recall the uh, the the dog going over the bridge, though. Definitely. Yeah. All right. I got. Unless you guys want to talk about anything else, I got to start finding story time for you that we didn't get Ooh, to yes. last time. Yeah. Please do. Okay. All right, I'm gonna Starfinder change the music. Story time. Let's cue Starfinder it up. Starfinder story time. Starfinder story time. Starfinder story time. Oh, ah, my favorite part of the show. It's so it's nice. Like so, it's so helpful. It puts me in the mood. It's good for some yeah. story time. Everyone gather around, John. Everyone so gather. Around. Gather around your your. <laughs> Get your hot cocoa. Yeah, your. Make sure you're leg. with your buddy. Today, we're going to be talking about omas, or Ooh. as they're better called, the space thing, whales. The thing that's about to kill us? <laughs> no. No. Oh, man, that would be intense. <laughs> you did encounter an oma that was kind of the name of an area where you saw the monitor, right? And they're these giant space whales that can project electromagnetic magnetic fields right so they 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 have these electrical currents in and around them but what i love is that they are colossal beasts that most of the time travel alone but there are pods of them that migrate together across space and so it's been known that sometimes they will like cause these light shows because they are migrating from place to place and their energy fields all intermingle and they light up all the gases in the area and cause this huge multicolored spectacle a little bit like what is going on behind Will on our test stream right now that maybe one day you'll see soon. It looks That's so beautiful. beautiful. Thank you. But what, I, but what I like about OMAs is that as they say the most commonly known and least understood feature 
is their star song, a haunting telepathic oh. melody that can be perceived thousands of miles away, even across the void of space. And like linguistic experts think that they are telling a story about the complete oral history of the universe. But I like this line here that goes, whatever the content of the songs, even the saltiest of spacefarers can become tearily nostalgic when they recall their first experience hearing the haunting sound in the silence between worlds. So wow. cool. Just so neat. This so is they're just the space gi- whales. They're, they're giant space whales, yeah. They're giant space whales that sing and that are like telling stories and might be part of some sort of like culture that we don't understand or that we, we, we just don't get yet. It's and beautiful. I, I will say that there is a, a just a section when you look them up in packed worlds uh and online that just says oma as starships which would be a really interesting concept to have an oma be a starship wow yeah and and they're called omas because a lot of times when people hear or see them they say oh my god oh yes exactly (laughs) hey Kevin Full Decker. Jokes. <laughs> this is his last episode. He'll be here. That's it. <laughs> it's only it's only been one year, listeners, since he's been a dad, and already he's become like a connoisseur. Right. He's just, yeah, just, he's yeah, yeah, it. Actually, I, that actually was really funny. Yeah, yeah it was good. <laughs> oh, one last thing. Barathus apparently used to once use omas as living starships because their stomachs, the stomach of an oma, is surprisingly habitable. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Wait, what's a Brathu again? I forget. Brathu are the inhabitants of uh, Brethida or Brethida. We haven't in- encountered one yet. No, no. They're like mm. giant floating. Why do I have a feeling we're about to encounter one? They're really cool. I like Brathus. I don't want to fight an Oma either, though. By the way, Baratheons, here's that creature at yeah, the end Bar- of the hallway. Yeah. Robert Baratheon. <laughs> Robert Baratheu. Robbie Robert Baratheon. <laughs> <laughs> That's Game of Thrones reference and for anybody out there. Oh my Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> Should we play? Right. Yeah. Let's yes. play. Yeah. That was yes. such an enthusiastic yeah from Will. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like a. What was that? Uh, I forget the name of it. That dude. I don't know. Exactly. Who ran for president. What? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. was it Dean Cain? Dean yeah. Cain. So great. That 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 was the thing that my friends and I said for a while when that happened. We, we would just do that in line. You know, be like, I want to see unrelated to politics. You yeah, just walk around totally. saying, Wow. Great oh, stuff. God. Great stuff. All that right. Was pretty good. When politics was simple. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, gosh. That, lo- that lost him the presidency. <laughs> that it really eating, did. Was it eating crazy. pizza? Those were the days. With a fork or something? Those were the yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Those were the days. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so the longer that you all have been fighting for your life and searching for a way out, the more efficient you have become at identifying threats and avoiding obstacles. Case in point, down the shaft to the reactor area, you found an unmarked bypass tunnel. Cautiously searched it. You find this unknown access door that was unlocked from the control room above by Dr. Okay slash Bernice. Dr. Okay, you notice that on the other side are motion sensors. Curious. Mm, Yes. You reach out to the stewards, to Shay. He tells you they're there to protect them 
and where you're going leads to the area that they're in. And worse yet, you find out that he's locked in the reactor room and the connection with him is just barely coming through, probably from the effects of the reactors nearing their breaking point. And so you guys say, you know what? Going to make a calculated decision here. Going to go back for now. So you go back down the shaft and you discover several shielded rooms. One has several busted doors and three dead grays, apparently rended, dismembered. There's another one that's a dimly lit lab where there are strange bodies lying amongst the wreckage of four test tubes. I'll bring you guys over on the map here. And in the middle of that room, there's a silhouette of a strange thin figure standing perfectly still. So, again, calculate a decision. Hashtag it's okay to walk away. Right, Rick? Hash- That's right. Hashtag it's okay to walk away. Even though there might be things in there that are important. Who knows? Mm-mm. Nope. Not worth it. <laughs> so you leave. But the other side of that room appears to be an, obs- an observation area with a two-way mirror into the room that you guys skipped out on. So it's empty except for another smash door on the other side. So Rick, Hears, and Bernice, you begin to investigate. Begin to Wait, 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 wait. Before oh, we go any oh. further, John always does an excellent landing page for us where he puts in like some kind of I don't know, object Craziness. or it introduces some some kind of like key point from the last episode or the upcoming episode. Uh and this time it flashes to a, a dirty, you know, a mechanical hallway. And then there's a silhouette of a vicious looking lizard crocodile, uplifted crocodile thing. And I like every time it flashes, I just see a little bit more of it. And it's it's just got these giant jaws. I'm, I'm really afraid of what's going to happen right now. That's all. I'm scared too. But it was a really nice landing page. Yeah. Great. Great work, John. Thanks. Right. Yeah. With Thanks. maximum effort. It's beautiful, but you freak me out. Trying to up <laughs> my game every time. So Rick's just going to turn around and walk away. Nope. Hashtag it's okay to walk away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See how it like, works. I'm just, just going to go back to this, that uh, pod thing. Fall guess, asleep. Yeah, <laughs> guess I'm going down with the ship. I'm just going just to. Just like, you go, you man. Know. You go. Yeah. See ya. Got to take care of your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I need to take a mental health day. You call the stewards. You're like, I need some time for my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you guys just clear out all these monsters for us, and then we'll help you with the reactor. No jokes on mental health. So here's Rick and Bernice. You walk into the room, and as you do, you hear this voice. It's like, no, 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 I will not go back in that cage. And then there's a, a slam on the ground. And then, Rick, as you, he- or as you hear this, you realize that you heard that voice. Those words were in Akatonian. Oh. But you understood what it was. Um, I think Dr. Okay also speaks Akatonian. Yes. Right? I, I checked and you didn't. So if you do, you should change that I on did. Hero Lab. I also thought you did. I know. I know Rick does. I checked on Hero Lab and didn't see that you did. So if you do, change it. Totally down with it. Because you all hear that. And then out of the darkness steps this hulking, large, red, scaled creature with arms that are as thick oh. as Rick's torso. And there's a long jaw 
with two massive horns coming down, almost like tusks from where its ears would be. And there are these sagittal horns along the crest of its head, moving down its back. They get bigger and bigger. And there's a long red tail, and it's wearing nothing but a cloth around its waist. And as it walks out, its arms are rubbing its eyes. Its eyes are shut. And it steps out blearily. And then one hand hits the side of its head. No, 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 no. Hits the side of its head. No. And then abruptly and aggressively hits its head with both hands. And then it opens its eyes. And you're just arrested by this sharp red completely red eye that sees you oh great bright red it's almost glowing and I'm going to reveal here on the map what you see because it Mm. sees you and it goes no who are you no you can't put me back in that cage and you all need to roll for initiative Ay-ya. Oh no! Dang it! All right. Ah, d- <laughs> what is that thing? Um, yeah. Oh. All right. I rolled a. I rolled a, a one. I gotta look at my bonuses. Let's but. let's uh let's go around the horn here once I pull up the initiative tracker. He's a big boy, big and scaly. Oh, it's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. big boy is uh. Yeah, Kelly, describe it for us. He, uh, he just kind of looks like a dragon that walks ah. around. He's like a dragon without like a long abdomen. A dragon that walks on his two feet like a human, I guess. Humanoid dragon, personally. Yeah, no no wings, just like big muscular arms, but like clear scales and then spikes down its back. It's got horns like, um, oh, what creature is that? The thing that the, that the Mandalorians fought way oh, back in Oh, the thing. Oh, actually, I don't know. That's what their symbol is based on, is the horns from the... Mm. Anyways, uh, this, yeah, and it's just got this big lizard face. Oh, it's gross. It's his gross mouth is glowing bright red as well, it appears. Oh, yeah, it's eyes and his mouth. That's that. I don't know if that's just an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's just an illusion. Dr. OK, what'd you get? Dr. OK rolled a 10. A 10? All right. But you're at the back of the room. Maybe you're like, what? Uh, okay. Rick, what'd you get? I rolled a one with a four bonus for a total of five. Five. You're also five. just shocked at the hulking figure that comes out of the darkness behind it. Here's what you get. Eight. Okay. You're also shocked. Wow. Oh, oh. oh wow. Yeah. Though, before before we go any further, Please. Um, Rick wants to... Are you, did you get a full round of... Everybody's initiatives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does um, have to Rick roll? wants to to roll a, like a culture check. I guess would probably be. Why don't we do that on your turn? Okay. During round one, I think that makes more sense just because we'll we'll start going in order. There's not a surprise round, obviously, because it's stepped out. I know, and I, I would I would wait till my turn, except for my turn's like super last because I rolled so low. I don't know, <laughs> but I just you Rick recognizes up. this creature. Yeah. Is all I'm saying. Doctor K might do it too, but it is this creature's turn, and again. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. it says, no, I won't go back in that cage. It reaches down and near the door that is on the floor in front of it, it grabs this huge chunk of rock 
and it takes that rock and it just hurls it right at Rick. Just just overhand throws this rock at Rick. And I'm going to roll to see if it hits. Uh, Yeah, that hits. It got a 30. Oh, yeah. Of course. Wait, how'd you get a... Oh, my God. You got a 30 without a natural 20. What the... Okay, that is going to be... 48 points of damage. 13 points of damage as this rock slams into you. And this is just why we run away from everything. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I definitely think doing culture and all that stuff is definitely necessary and but i will just say that as it picked up the rock you could just tell that it seems so fluid it like it's trained to do so i'll just give you that for free it just seems like it is very easy for it to pick up a rock and almost didn't even look or hesitate and just hits rick square in the chest dr okay it's your turn we're in the middle of round one what are you gonna do uh dr okay is going to say well uh hey Friend, we don't want to put you in a cage. Uh, we're trying to get out of here. Do you want to help wreck a reactor with us? <laughs> I love I like it. That. Okay. I love it. Uh, diplomacy, I guess. Give me a diplomacy check. And I will say that if anybody wants to help during this turn, you, yep. you need to yes, give me please, one line. Super trade. So <laughs> as a role player, Rick or here's you need to give me like a line like give me something that you would say in addition to you just rolling because this is a little out of turn you know what i'm saying sure that makes sense well here successfully assists or at least with uh-huh. the roll and he uh-huh. says yeah we could totally get revenge on those guys who did that to you uh, we'll help you just uh relax let's work it out okay rick i rolled a 10 plus whatever so i passed um okay. And he's going to just look this thing in the eye and be like, I can get you back to Akiton. I, too, am trying to get there. Mm, interesting. And so that's a plus four. Those those were great statements. Obviously, good rolls. It's a plus four to your roll, Doctor. Okay. What'd I rolled you get? a 17 plus four is uh, plus 21. my base is uh, one, right? <laughs> or no. So five. So 22. 22. Okay. All right. You do see that some of the anger in the creature seems to just subside a little bit. Thank God. (laughs) I don't know. You don't know what that means yet, but it does seem like the creature heard you. So something might happen. What else do you want to do with your turn, Doctor? Okay. Uh, I'm just going to. I know there's like a. I need to look up like if there's a combat feat, and it's. But I kind wanted to like do like, like, us. like a total defense type of thing. Where, oh yeah, yeah. Total defense. Total, total defense gives you like a plus four AC or something. Yeah, like where yeah. like you don't take any aggressive actions. You just you just right. get a bonus. Total defense. Uh, yep. You defend yourself. Plus four to armor class. Little little metagame. I don't think this thing's gonna come after you since you're so far away. So just for the listener, it's like <laughs> here's and Rick are in the middle of this room. The creature's like at the other end of that room, and Doctor OK is all the way back at the other door. Yep. So, <laughs> That's, that's equivalent of you just like stepping out and be like, oh, I'll be back later, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> to be fair, Hears is always trying to stay away. So <laughs> here's, I can't believe here's, Yeah, Hears is always trying to stay away. Yeah. Uh, okay. Leave it to Rick. 
uh, total defense, bum, 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 you can defend yourself as a standard action. Starting at the beginning of this action, you get a plus four bonus to your armor class until the start of your next turn. You can't combine total defense with other actions that increase your AC, nor can you make attacks of opportunity while doing total defense. Okay. Seems pretty straightforward. But you can still yeah, move. Seems pretty straightforward. It's a standard action, so you can move uh, and then do total defense or vice versa. I do not wish to be aggressive, so I'm going to just take a, you know a five foot step into the room, just barely with my hands up, just to be like indicate to the to the creature like mean you no harm. Okay, okay. Oh, so you, so you took total defense. You stepped in. It's gonna be a long mental battle. <laughs> don't yeah. <laughs> you don't do anything. It seems like the creature heard you, and. Doesn't seem like they're gonna pause yet, but it's only the top of round one. I like the initiative and the thought. Here's what he's doing. Here's is going to actually this is probably the time where it's useful, delay in action. Or delay until until after the creature has his move. Mm, okay. Because I don't wanna do something. Well, actually, no, that. Hold on. Uh actually, yes, do that. <laughs> I don't I don't want to <laughs> attack it if it's gonna like stand down. Okay. I just think he's gonna charge and kill us all. I'm not sure if I'm using this the right way. I've never done this before, but I'm trying so, to do it actually. Wait, so so what are you doing? <laughs> all right, so I've never done this. I'm not sure if this is the reason why, but I feel like it might be wise to he here's has something in mind to do if we need to kill this thing or whatever. He so wants there's to two options. Wait. You can you can delay your turn. Right. Um I'm trying to find it in the book too, so I don't get the quotes wrong. Or you can do a um, ready in action, but readying in action takes a standard action. So you, but okay. both of them move you in um, initiative. initiative order. Yeah, yeah. So you're basically giving up this turn and moving back to whatever level or initiative order you're asking. So delay. Uh, if you aren't sure what to do when it's your turn, you can delay uh, taking an action until another character has taken their turn. So you could wait till. The creature's next turn, but then the creature's next turn is the first in order, right? Uh, or was that a surprise round? There was no surprise round. So it definitely so, went before so he's you. The f- so you delaying would just put you back to the end of our initiative order? Because then the creature goes again at the first round. So you wouldn't, you don't have a turn to determine what this creature's going to do, if that makes sense. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right, thank you. So what... But you could ready an action, which yeah. you would do a trigger. So, like, if the creature to, was to attack, you could then respond. Yeah, got it. Okay, well, that's yeah, I that's know that. I'll do that. To do. Yeah. Well, no, I, I did want to do the thing that Kevin was describing with the lane, but you're right because of the way that we're ordered, it doesn't make sense. So here's is going. But you to- could also take an action like um, uh, what total defense, or there's a couple other ones that you could do where. It gives you a bonus AC, or you distract from somebody, or whatever the case is, huh? um, and that would be your standard action. That is not necessarily an a aggressive movement, if that makes sense. Okay. So total um, action gives you plus four AC. So, if you yeah. So what's it going to be? Okay. So if I if I um, ready an action, then that's all I can do. Basically, I can't even do checks, right? Like you can uh, move and then ready an action. Okay. Ready an action is a standard action. Yeah. So, so I can't do like life signs. Uh, 
I think we said life sentence would be a standard action, right? So I can't remember. Or w- was that a free action? No, because Doctor Oki's been doing it for free. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, sorry. We need to put it on our on our <laughs> list. So yeah, you could still do a only life your list, check. John. The rest of us know this. <laughs> okay, great. Right. I'm happy to put it on my list next to all the other things that I have to remember. Kev, <laughs> sounds right. good. This is going to do two things. He's going to yeah. roll life science, which he did, and he got a twenty-seven uh-huh. for that. Okay, um, and then and then he's going to if this creature attacks or he will um, supercharge Rick's weapon. Oh, okay. okay. Or becomes a Crescent, so, supercharge Rick's weapon. Um, question, would that be considered a purely defensive move? Yeah, I don't know if you can... Just because, in, in this case of ready in action, is if your ready in action is purely defensive, such as choosing total defense, um, then you go before the triggered event. If it's not uh, purely defensive, then it goes after the triggering event. Yeah, I feel like that's not... It's defensive, defensive in my pure, to charge Rick's I'm weapon. Just, I'm just I, I'm debatable. He didn't actually like. He wasn't aggressive. It's like, yeah, yeah. I guess he wasn't purely aggressive. Defensive. Yeah, technically, yeah. And the, the, this is what the you gun is the aggressor for. here. Well, arguably, it could be like, defense. Yeah. It's defensive for Kelly. Yeah, yes. Like <laughs> here, here's defending himself by charging well, Rick's the weapon. Best defense is an offense, right? That's right. So there we go. Yeah, like, that's, you're totally right. No, so you, I, I would say if you're in a ready in action, doing that will not put you before the creature's trigger. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So you're ready in action to supercharge Rick's we- weapon after the trigger if the creature attacks. Otherwise, you're gonna do and and you're also doing a life science check. Yes. Yes. That's right. Y- yes. 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 Twenty seven on the life science check. You are, uh, you are very confident that this is a Ikeshti and it's an Ikeshti Rivener. Rivener. Yeah. Mm. So again, little little update if you uh, don't recall, I think we talked about it before. The Ikeshti are a hardy lizard folk race native to the deserts and hills of Akiton. And when they are born, they are these like ravenous creatures that just are barely learning the rudiments of like speech and skills and social skills. And then they're taught by these creatures called broodminders. And then from about 5 to 20 years of age they are living their life learning doing everything and then they enter a period where they like kind of devolve or go into a rut and until they mate then they are in a state of like aggression and violence and they're like feral they're feral akeshis yeah yeah and like pretty single minded they have to mate and what I love that I don't think I mentioned last time was when they find a willing partner they mate they lay and fertilize eggs then the two mates fight each other to the death (laughs) if if the male survives, the male becomes a broodminder who then would look after other young Akeshti. If the female is victorious, she becomes a congregant. And the thing is that riveners occur when the Akeshti don't find a mate. And they stay in this like very uh, feral state pretty much for the rest of their lives. So it's weird. And this is what you notice. It's weird that it's an Akeshti rivener, but it can speak so well. And it's so fluid in its movements and seems like so well-trained. Kind of odd. What else do you want to know besides that in terms of mechanics? You're looking for like weaknesses or immunities or weaknesses. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to tell you right now, there are none of either. No weaknesses. Uh, Okay. Yeah. No weaknesses, but also no immunities or damage resistance or anything like that. I will say that all out fight that again, the words that it said to 
originally were an Akatonian that Dr. K and Rick understood. When it opened its eyes and saw you, it spoke in common. Again, odd, because Riveners shouldn't, like, like, technically they don't have that level of intelligence, ev- like, according to evolution and biologically. That doesn't make sense. Got you. Thank you. That was, uh, I, I tried to give you the whole kit and caboodle because you, <laughs> yeah, you, you rolled really high with life science. Thank so, you. That was very yeah. generous. Here's, uh, oh, we'll just shout that to uh, to the group and let them know. <laughs> the whole thing. Hey, uh, guys, real quick. <laughs> hey, guys, like, here's three things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he tells them, basically. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of weird that it's so intelligent. It can speak. They're not supposed to be that way. He's not weak to anything. He's not buffed against anything. So keep that in mind. Mm. Mm. Okay. And you are ready in action in case it attacks. Rick 19, what are you doing? End of round one. Uh, so Rick is standing like side by side with years, and he, he kind of sees his hand glowing with the, the supercharge. But he he's convinced that we can talk this thing down. So he's going to take a step forward. Oh. Um, <laughs> to put himself Bold. between Hears and and this Rivener. Yeah. I'm going to do total defense to give myself a plus four to, to uh, AC. Okay. And then I'm going to try a diplomacy check. Okay. My I diplomacy will is not again, very high. I will assist. Yeah. But if, whoever's going to assist, give me uh, your role and also give me the phrase that you're going to say. And you can all assist. It's totally fine. Oh, come on. Come on, roll a crit. Let this dice roll high. Yes. 15. 15. Okay, so let's go with first, Dr. Okay, you roll the 15. What do you say as you see Rick just kind of summon all of his resolve, step towards this hulking creature, and you realize Rick's about to say something? Be like, hey, listen to us. My friend Rick over here, he, uh, He's been experimented on too. We all have. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's I love it. Also did. He rolled a 17 and he says, Dang. I've met some Akeshti. I feel really uh, uh, sorry for what you all have to go through. I'm sorry you had to do this. We're here to help you. I love it. Uh, I, technically, that's a lie. T- so he might have to bluff as well. But yeah. Oh, are you? Because <laughs> uh, you've never met Akeshti? Because I was about to ask, like, wait, yeah, where did you meet him? You haven't met Akeshi. That feels like a bluff check. So give me a quick bluff <laughs> no. and don't totally Damn it, fail Kelly. it. Don't don't <laughs> don't totally fail it. Because if you do, that would that'd be good. Don't well, roll I didn't a one. totally fail it. What'd you get? I got a five. <laughs> total? <laughs> oh. Yeah, total is five, but it's not a total fail, right? <laughs> uh all right. So I'm gonna say it's a plus one instead of a plus two from Kelly, because uh or from here's it's a, a feral Akeshti, so their their buff is under like or their perception yeah. or whatever. But again, weird that it's so it's, yeah, it's so intelligent. Yeah, it's so coherent. All right, so Rick, what do you say? And what did you um, roll? I rolled a fifteen, which is actually pretty good for me most of the time. Yep. Um, and I have a plus three to diplomacy. Okay. So then you can add the pluses from the other guys. That's a twenty-one. Um, okay. But again, like he's he's stepping forward. His gun is lowered. Um. And he's going to look this thing in the face and in Akatonian, tell him like, oh, I long for our home planet as well. I can help you get back there and we can find you a mate. Mm. Nice. I'm like giving him everything. Dang. Dang. You want to do anything else for your turn, Rick? So you took total offense and then you say this. 
Yeah, that's my full. That's my full turn. Actually, uh, no. As you as can a, do a culture check if you wanted to, like, try and surmise more in addition to life science. That's kind uh, of sure. So Rick is actually from Akaton, and so he he knows these. Also, Kevin knows these a little bit from doing some research of his own. Some um, research of his own, aka reading the book, as you should do. You should all yeah. do. Uh, I rolled an eleven for culture with a plus two, so thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't know anything else, or you know the same thing as pretty much what uh, uh, Hears had said. Although, as as Hears were talking, you're like, that's right. I do recall some of these things. You do remember that. I'll say that, for instance, that Akechdi, uh riveners are often like sometimes hunted because they're kind of seen as like the the. Uh, like a like a bane on their own society, like an embarrassment, because they they Aww. can cause so much damage and act so mindlessly. So again, this creature is clearly like hitting itself, has something going on, but then also is able to speak with you and talk with you. So odd. So you don't know too much, but you remember a little more. Yeah, that's that's my whole turn. Okay, okay, that's your whole turn. It's the top around two, and you see. As each of you, first Wait, it was Dark. Bernice move? Oh, yeah. What does Bernice do? Uh, Bernice is like completely still trying to be an inanimate in object. <laughs> just um, trying to. I'm just a briefcase. To, to, just like slightly shivering. Yeah. 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 A little Why is that briefcase shaking? There's a little fluid links out of like the bottom. <laughs> Bernice. Amazing. I love Bernice. <laughs> Bernice is, yeah. Bernice is a fan favorite. And by awesome. fan, I mean just all of us. I, I just want to point out like, we, we corrected you and said you couldn't have like a nanobot cloud. Um, but Bernice is so much more fun than a nano cl- nanobot cloud. Mm. Bernice is a briefcase. It's so great. <laughs> That's true. It's so, yeah, it's so great. She's so All right. So it's the top of round two, and it is this Akeshti's turn. And first it was Dr. OK and Rick and here supporting. And then it was Rick and Dr. OK and here's supporting with these awesome diplomacy checks and these statements of, of, of help and finding help. And being there and supporting and <laughs> taking out the people who did this to you, as here said. And you can see a sense of like confusion cross the Akeshti's face and then <laughs> hits itself on the head with one hand, <clears throat> and then hits itself on the other side with its other head. And then it it steps up to Rick, moving faster than you would oh, think a creature of that size should. And it reaches its arm out to oh grab God. you, Rick. And then it it freezes like right in front of your chest and the arm is shaking and then there's this pause and it says how do I know how do I know that I can trust you how do I know that that I can trust you and that you're not going to put me back in that cage and like its claws are like inches from your face Oh, oh my god. <laughs> are we still in initiative order? I'm going to say for right now that, that you are, and I changed okay. the music, but it depends on what Rick says. depends okay. on how this goes. We too are... We're stuck in cages. We are reaching for an escape. This whole place is full of cages for people and creatures like you and I. The creature looks at Dr. OK, like focuses in. We must break free this place together if we ever want to see the other side. Are you in pain? 
like me, did you, did you experience the pain of being in that cage? Dr. Okay, you start walking closer. Yes. In uh, a sense. We've all been given different cages here. Different kinds. We have I can think of many torturous things we've and horrors we've experienced, but we must get out of here. We must put an end to this madness. They've been playing with us. They've been tricking us and trapping us in various places. We understand. <laughs> it's itself, and then just the claw drops out from in front of Rick's face, and it's not gonna attack you and it just falls to the ground and there's a there's a vibration as like everything that's on the ground like almost comes up a little bit because this huge creature it leaves more cracks in the floor and it just oh, I just want it to stop just kill me just do it just make it stop doctor can you do anything uh, to help him? Can I can I do like a, a medicine check and see like if he's under any like particular afflictions? And I, I, I would ask for his permission, like, can I help alleviate some of this perhaps? May I take a look at you? No. Rick puts a hand on his shoulder and says, It's okay to <gasps> walk away. <gasps> Here's <laughs> the arm like no. it like like pushes you and you stumble a few feet back from the shoulder because it's just the shoulder is like the size of your chest you know it's just this huge creature Here's Rick. I'm kidding Rick did not do that you still stumble back just from the idea of doing that and the terror that would happen <laughs> if it moved back here's what does here's do here's is going to close his eyes and put his hand up and gonna try to detect any magical afflictions or traps on him. Okay. Things like that. Here's you don't detect anything, but the creature looks at you and, and Dr. Okay it sees here's casting something and then What are you doing? And then turns to Dr. Okay. Stray Rock. I I don't. I'm fine. I don't if you don't consent, I, I won't examine you, but There's, I can, I can, you know, can I just do like, like, uh, a, like an observation kind of check or yeah. like a quick scan? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Of course. Kind of without the creature knowing. Yeah. Yeah. Not without yeah. violating his like personal space. Yeah. Which is a or large. His, or his HIPAA. HIPAA rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give you that information for HIPAA purposes. <laughs> so it says. Uh, what is your role, Doctor? Please, uh, hold can on. You, can you turn I your head and cough? My die, and I've been looking for it, and I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, find it. Give me one as, second. As you're finding it, I will tell you that as you're kind of m- maybe fumbling around for your equipment because you're thinking, all right, I'm going to kind of stealthily do this. The creature says, "There's no way to 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 cure this." No way to, to cure what I am. And I I didn't think I'd be this way. I didn't think so. I knew that I'd pass the age to be a riveter. And I'm, I'm damned. My fate is sealed. <sighs> What'd you roll? Yeah, so I rolled... What am I rolling? Medicine? Yeah. Uh, uh, can I, I'll roll to assist. 
Yeah, that's fine. Maybe you just look over at Dutch as okay is reading. I rolled a 25. Rolled 13 on the die plus 12. Okay. And I, I assist. Okay. Not trained, I think. I will say that you know that it, again, he is definitely, or they are definitely a Rivener. They don't seem to have anything like going on from, you know, uh, 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 they don't seem to, to have any like ailments. They just seem like all their biology points to the fact that they're an Akeshi Rivener. You rolled so high that you do notice that there's probably a, a possible cortex bomb or something in the back of their head. They don't, they don't know this. They aren't scratching or doing anything. And again, it does seem like you would need to do a little bit more, but you think that something about them must have been altered and you would need to get their blood or get something to know more about it. But it doesn't make sense that the Rivener... Yeah, I assume they've been like engineered. Yeah, like just changed somehow. Not sure how, but like a Rivener shouldn't be able to talk this coherently and sit down and, and express their emotions and their fate and their despair. Maybe it's some sort of chimera. Oh, ah. <laughs> it's just still... Like just sitting, <clears throat> hits his <clears throat> hits itself occasionally. Uh, take a second and understand. You know that you should be a rivener, but you are more aware than that, which makes you different, and that is okay. You have been altered. I was, I was a gladiator, and I was damn good at it too. I used to crush beings into one. I used to rip apart my enemies, throw their bodies at other enemies because I was damn good at it. <sighs> so why am I a Rivener? I was not a Rivener before. <gasps> so why am I a Rivener now? I'm hideous. <sighs> Just kill me. Did the Greys, did the Greys do this to you? No. Don't say their name. No, no, right, no. Right. no. And you can tell that they're having like a flashback of, 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 of pain. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Here's his remembering that he has. He's ready to supercharge a weapon in the back of his head with all this going on. And knowing about this history of uh, this creature. If I can examine you, perhaps I can end this misery you are in. Let us help you. As much as we can. All right. All right. And then just this massive arm just like comes in front of you. It like easily covers the distance between Dr. Okay and, and Rick. And you're able to, I guess, draw a sample. Yeah. 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 Take his blood so pressure. Take his, yeah. I'm gonna take his vitals. Yep. And uh, on I would like also here. to like <laughs> take a, take a look at his genetic makeup. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, give me another uh, roll. Which I have a uh, scholarly granted option in genetics. Nice. So I should have a reduced DC on Hero Lab. That should be like in the top right hand on under the, your special abilities, I believe. <sighs> yeah, it is. Like, under theme knowledge, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I, PhD I genetics, I life science. Yeah, yeah. Hero Lab. yeah. Thank you, Hero Lab. Yeah. What'd you roll? 
Uh, I rolled a 16 plus, uh, what are we doing, life science or medicine? Uh, whichever one you want to do. It's, uh, let's do life science. Let's do life Plus science. 13. 29. Uh, Rick will attempt to assist. I assist. Okay, uh, so Rick, maybe, maybe you point out a marker. And Dr. K is like, yes. I just point out where the vein is. Yes. Yes. It's like right there. Okay. So 31. It does seem like this creature has always been a Rivener. So it's weird that this creature has a memory of not being a Rivener. It's, it's and brain's the, been like swapped. The, the genetics would indicate that it's always been a Rivener. But clearly there are foreign parts of the genetic makeup that must have been injected or added in later to try and adjust change that might explain why this creature has such a cognitive ability that even though they're a Rivener they can speak so well and move so well by Oris this you have changed what is your name do you have one yes my name is Frog you are the first of your kind. You're amazing. What do you mean? You're so special and smart and strong. Yes. You've been irrevocably changed inside and uh, altered. Give me a culture check. Uh, uh, 10 on the die. Plus 10 is 20. 19. That's 21. Kev, do you assist? Um... I feel Rick's like you would automatically because you you know Akiton. Yeah. Stuff. Well, yeah. that and Rick is just going to tell him like I I completely understand what it means to feel like you are in the wrong body. You recall that Frog is the name of a gladiator, an Akesti gladiator, who was on a minor show. Sorry, a they were a minor star in this popular Akitonian hollow series that was called Akiton's Arena Warriors. And Rick, you already know this, but I'm sure Dr. K in here is it's like Akiton is the place to go for gladiatorial combat. It is part of the culture for thousands and thousands of years. So it makes sense that there's a TV show that involves gladiators. The weird thing though is that Frog disappeared about four years ago in an incident that some people tabloids just labeled as related to maybe organized crime, some insider gambling. They were no longer on the show after a mid-season break. So weird. Uh, are you? I I know your name. I remember watching you on my t- television as a child. You know, you know me. You are the great gladiator, Harag. Yeah. Yeah, that's me, but but I wasn't. The eyes kind of look up, and it's just, it's such a total difference from when they first opened, and there was so much anger and fear and confusion, and now it's sitting on the ground, which is pretty much eye height for you all, and there's just such confusion, but also, like, compassion suddenly, and then a little bit of, like, hope talking to you. Yeah, that's me. I'm rogue. I was the best. And then now I'm here. Now I'm, now I'm a cursed Rivener. I understand I might be special, but 
I don't deserve it. You know what happens to Rivenous, right? No, I, have, I have been told. I, I have heard the stories. It is not good. I'm cursed. I'm cursed. Just, I don't know why you're here, but just leave me. We should all leave together. Maybe we can help each other. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to break all the all the uh, role play. This is fantastic, but uh, it just reminds me of Fallout, like the the, the death claws. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. and, that's, that's, and it's a great, yeah, it's great. And if anybody's ever played, I think it was Fallout Two. Uh, you could actually like befriend a death claw that wears. Because it's a death claw, like people are afraid of him, so he would just like wear a cloak, and so it just looked like a hunchback cloak. <laughs> That's funny. But it was underneath. Whenever you got to a fight, it would drop its robes and then just like claw the crap off. Interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, we're let's just hand this thing a cloak. Why don't we just? Go. Yeah, well, we should. Yeah, he can carry the knife fiber net. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> he could carry Bernice around when she doesn't want to walk on her own feet. Yeah. Just like chill. Hrog, why don't? Why don't you stay here? And if if we can find a way out, I can promise we will come back for you. No, you can help us fight our way out of here and avenge you. Oh, that like, too, but I'm afraid to like, have this thing behind us. Restore the former glory of your gladiatorial <laughs> days. You could be a new new creation. Should have been to fight all the stewards. <laughs> here's, here's wants to know if we can maybe a sense motive to rely rely if we can rely on him not like turning again it's a it's not high it's a seven but if anyone else wants to roll you're welcome to i'll try to assist assist maybe what is the sense motives sense motive yeah Yeah. oh yeah one i automatic (laughs) Ooh, i help yeah no sorry yeah i totally assist what's the total okay so 11 points then Jesus, you rolled an eleven. Yeah, I have no idea. Just Seven yeah. plus their assist. Yeah, it's not okay. that great. Uh, you are. They are unstable. Prog is unstable, for yeah. sure. Prog okay. definitely could probably be relied on. That's if this is actually Harag. Seems like it. You were able to talk them down with some with some really like targeted, compassionate phrases. Okay, cool. How much they'll follow through. I don't know because they are unstable. So their decisions could change in an instant. Are they going to turn against you now that you've talked to them and you've done, they've let, like, you know, they've let you like do a medicine check and everything. Uh, probably not. Dope. Um, will they help you? You'll have to find out. Nice. Will they stay in the fight or leave? That's, that's the question. <laughs> that's what you don't know with your sense motive. Cool. Anything else here? Here's is going to, uh, is gonna like kind of like look at him and like smile a nice grin and he's gonna be like you want to rip some other arms off and come <laughs> with us let's take him out and get you out of here with us i do like ripping arms off rick's gonna try another diplomacy check because okay. so like diplomacy works on a lot la- a ladder scale right yeah yeah true um and i'm i'm looking through change and attitude the lad- basically yeah, yeah. To initial attitude, and then there's like a, a hostile, unfriendly, mm-hmm. indifferent, friendly, and helpful. So the more diplomacy checks we can pass on this this creature, the more likely they are to at least stay friendly to us. So um, Rick is going to oh, yeah, God, within I, reason. Like I, I it's not going to be like you just keep talking and talking and it'll totally no, happen. No, of course, yeah, keep yeah. talking and talking, John. Stop. Just it. make rolls. <laughs> yeah. All right. And roll over make and over again. Your roll and say yes! what you say. We can get back into it. I rolled a 19 and I have a plus three. So that's a 22. What do you say? 
Uh, and Rick, Rick is very calm and he goes, like almost whispers it to him in Akatonian, like, you were my father's favorite gladiator. Really? Yes. I'm going to go and watch. Here's also, I'm going to go and watch some reruns of your fights. After this, <laughs> I've got a good playlist I can give to you. Oh, great. Yeah. Bernice, pull it up on the projector. Yes. <laughs> Bernice. <laughs> the smell of popcorn. It's yeah. <laughs> 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 a popcorn machine that is also a projector. Rest of the adventure is just the four of us sitting <laughs> in this room watching the lizard self down next to us. You see that there? You're so cool. Ripped his arms off. So good tonight. Munch, munch, munch. You asked me if I wanted to fight. Uh, yes. I could. I could fight. What's in there? What's in there? Do you know? And Hrog points to the left to the the room down here. Oh, it's, okay. There are strange bugs in there. They reminded me of the swarm, whatever they were doing in there, trying to change the outcome of the swarm. But I heard their screams and their pain. The same pain that I, no one should have to have that pain. So I can end their suffering. I can do that. I can fight for that. There's also this worm thing. But <laughs> uh, do you say uh, something else? I think... Rick, Rick, it like almost feels compassion for it. We've got to get to the reactor before we're all just become slaves to these greys. I don't know, but but Rick will tell him like, if if you think that is the right thing to go to do, we are not going to stop you. I want to, I want to end it for them, and I'll help you. But if you're going to the reactor, there is something down there and like there's just a gravity in their voice there's a creature there's a beast there's an uh, infernal beast that moves without walking and I have literally ripped riveners in half and crushed them with one hand but that creature that beast is unlike anything I fought before Oh, I fought it. Would you? He smashed me through that door. He points to the door behind you and the door that, that he's like sitting on right now. He smashed me through both of those doors. And death comes for every gladiator. And I thought, today is my day. But as soon as that door came down, that thing sniffed. And then it, it moved without walking. And I heard something over there. And it Hark points to the right, to the north of the of, of where you are. I heard some metal rip, and there was a silence, and it was it was a fucking troll with his two heads and arms. That thing could kill me. I can't. I can't fight that thing. But together we can tame it or destroy it. That infernal creature. We're pretty strong. We can help. We can together defeat it. And we can get you out of here so you can be free. And Rick Rick puts his hand out and is like, let's do this together. Give me another diplomacy check. 
<laughs> I mean, like, put his hand out for, like, everybody put their hands on top of his head. I rolled like, 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 an like, like, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> We just need a small beagle with I got, us. I got a t- natural 20 on my diplomacy. I will I will assist with an 11. Here's assists. Okay. So 24 total, right? Oh, we're so good. Yeah. Are we? 25. <laughs> we are. We're good at this. Oh, so 25 with Dr. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe. But if I help you, we got to help them. Those bugs. Because they shouldn't suffer. Not like I have. Okay. Oh, God. That's the only way that I'll help. I agree. Uh, let's do it. Uh, I think so. He looks at the, wait, uh, the group. There. So just so we're clear, we're killing these bugs or are we helping these bugs? Oh, I think those bugs are long past. Oh, I don't think they have what I have. I don't I don't think they can talk. They're too far you, gone. You didn't say there were bugs. You said it was a figure. There's a figure in there also, is there? That's what I said when you guys were in there. Now, so these bugs are like swarming into the shape of something? When you like all first went in there, no, when you all first went in there, I said there was a figure. Now, uh, the frog has said they were doing something in there. There are strange bugs in there so that reminded me of the swarm. I don't like this at all. That they were clearly experimenting on them because they're experimenting on frog and they're experimenting on the bugs. That's the only way. Otherwise, maybe if we live, if we survive, then I'll join you and we can get out. All right, how many are there? I don't know. There were four in there, but I can't remember. It's all blurry. I I don't know what happened to them. Maybe one, maybe two. Maybe one or two left. All right. Are they strong? And, And when you all went in there... You only saw yeah. one figure. It was dimly lit, and you did see that there were other test tubes, but you saw maybe like other figures that like you couldn't really tell. Like they probably weren't moving. So it's like there's probably only one. I don't know if they're strong. If they've lived through what I lived through, then maybe they're stronger. But yes, we will support you in this combat. Let us prepare. Yes. I will take a, a stance at that other door, and we can get them from multiple sides. Okay. All right, and I'm gonna like slamming its head. Yeah, no, yeah. Offen- no offense to this creature, but I don't even know if he can fit through those doors. So <laughs> they're pretty. He's, he's a large creature. Yeah. <laughs> smash down that giant two-way glass. That's what he should do. All right, are you ready? Is everyone ready? Uh, give me a second, and Rick starts walking, or he charges back to the other doors and. He's going to take a stance at this door here. Okay. You want to flank him? And he's just going to wait for a, lo- a loud noise to kick the door open and start shooting. Here's is going to go to the other door on there and, and flank them. So we're all three doors now surrounding them. Yeah. Dr. Okay, you, you hang out near the giant uh, lizard thing. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is my briefcase, Bernice. Is that cool if I just hang out at Bernice here? Not going to bother you. You're cool with robots, right? All of you. All of you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool, it's, man. It's all right. Hey, do yeah. you need do you need something to relax, or you know, just give him the relax you? <laughs> yeah, it's like it, how are you it, feeling, like, fits on You're head. the best gladiator ever. Are you good it's to like go? A crown. <laughs> I'm I'm fine. I'm dealt with this and the f-ing rings. All right, I know man. What I'm doing. 
I believe oh, I it. I'm a slug. We're going to have fun. <laughs> Here's shots around the corner. Stay alive, guy. Let's do it. This is, <laughs> this is like the old times. This yeah. is like the ring. Are we going to count this. down some reach or what? <laughs> yeah. Let's count down. Ready? <laughs> Three. And then just rips the door open and just like starts running in. (laughs) Amazing. Jesus, what just happened? And as it runs in, you hear. You guys open the doors? Yeah. Same time. I, we all like, do, well, no, right? he like frog he just says three to... two and then yes. just opens the door and runs in and I will tell you two things and one is that in the center of the room is this creature that looks like they are part of the swarm and they have these giant clawed fingers as well as this insectoid Don't go in there, head. Okay. what are you doing but their body looks like they are half cybernetic and as soon as Hrog goes in Maybe, Rick, you were like, you had just had the door peeked. You see the creature look and turn from a from a, a, a state of complete stasis, turns and looks at Hrog. And then Hrog just shouts, let's f***ing kill him. And that's our game. Ah, I love it. <laughs> that's the best ending ever. <laughs> also, I'm so, oh my God. I'm so That was fun. the most intense conversation I have ever it had. Was. <laughs> it was so good. I'm so happy we're helping fulfill this guy's dream, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, this monster was going well to tear again. us apart, and now it's going to tear our next monster apart. Man, we made a friend. Our fans, our fans hate us. He's like, you guys never fight anything. You never no fight anything. <laughs> Hey there, thanks for listening. This is Will, no relation I will save, here to encourage you to help us out by spending a moment in your busy week to review us on Apple Podcasts or like and follow us on Spotify, give us a shout on Twitter, or be one of those five or ten people with Podbean accounts and leave a comment on the episode. Be sure to check us out on our Discord and join in on the discussion around our table. Let us know what you thought of the show. We're all just so glad to see you make it this far and listening, and we're just so excited by all the amazing feedback and suggestions we receive each week. We love talking with you all, especially love breaking down and discussing what happened after each episode, especially John's mistakes, even when they benefit me as a player. Did you catch where John let me get away with lying to Shay about accidentally tripping his motion sensors without a bluff check? Do you like how we played that out? Or do you think John showed my character a little too much leeway? Let us know how you would have played it, and stay tuned for more exciting adventures next time on Will Save.